are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome in, everybody, to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I am your host, Kate Majuke. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And of course, as always, I am joined by my co-host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Give the show a follow at Locked On Dynasty. Hit that subscribe button. Leave those five-star reviews. If you are enjoying the show, help others find the hard work that we are doing here. Happy Friday, Marcus. It's it's a brand new day. We've got the schedule. We've got we've got so much to to talk about. I can do my week run one rankings officially. Yeah. Yeah. So scary. Time flies. Uh, are we ready? Are we ready? Because I think today's show is going to be a valuable one to our listeners. I think so as well. This is the time of the year where uh, not a lot is going on in the NFL, so it's time to look at your roster and self-reflect and think, okay, is this the year that I try to make a run? Is it the year maybe I sell some assets and try to reload for 2022? Uh, If you are thinking about making a run, this is the show for you. I think this is uh, a very important show because we're going to talk about some low-key buy-now options. Everybody's caught up in the rookie hype. Everybody's excited about the landing spots. Nobody's excited about those, but uh, they're still excited. They've got rookie fever. There's there's you know just these butterflies in the air. Mm-hmm. Everybody's happy, rainbows. But you know what? Sometimes you just need some nitty-gritty wide receiver threes and some nitty-gritty running back threes you need depth and i think that is the perfect time to talk about it because while everybody's playing with their new toys we can go ahead and trade for some uh, not so shiny veterans on the cheap Absolutely, and we've got a, a quite a list of names to get to, Kate, and uh, I'm excited to do it. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. Should I start this off with my grossest option? Yes, because it's and, pretty gross. Okay, I I want to talk about Brashad Perryman, who oh. <laughs> who is not uh, not necessarily uh, when I say he's not a sexy name, he's uh, what's the opposite of sexy? I'm not. Not 100% sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. He's being drafted as the wide receiver 82 in startup drafts right now. He's 27 years old, signed with the Detroit Lions. He essentially becomes the alpha wide receiver there, which is just bonkers bananas. But he steps into that role pretty quickly. I want to shout out my wife. Uh, You can follow her on Twitter at BallBlastEM. And she tweeted, uh, Brashad Perryman, He's played 75% or more of the snaps, of offensive snaps, in 15 games over the last two seasons. Mm -hmm. He played eight of those games with Sam Darnold, where he scored, (laughs) where he had 276 yards and zero touchdowns. In the seven games that he played with Jameis Winston or Joe Flacco, he totaled 636 yards and seven touchdowns. That is averaging 90 one yards and a full touchdown per game you're you're getting him essentially for free he's yeah. going one yep. spot ahead of two two atwell who i have literally no expectations for in fantasy football but if you're looking for uh, targets if you're looking for lion's share of the workload there nice. there's nobody else for target competition there and there's just so much up for grabs there in that offense there's so much 
they still they've been through the draft they've been through free agency and they still have a 64 percent vacated target share 50 percent of their targets inside the 10 vacated gone yeah yeah i mean I think if you're playing in a league where you have to set your lineups weekly, Brashad Perryman is way less appealing. But in a best ball league where you're really only trying to find targets, right, Kate, and you're really only looking at the games in which he's going to get 8 to 10 targets, I think he is appealing because, again, it costs you basically nothing to get him, right? You could throw it end of the, you know, end of your rookie draft pick out, and I'm sure the owner's going to pick him, you know, they're going to trade for him right away. So, uh, again, it's not sexy at all, but I I do think there's a chance that he gets at what at minimum 80 targets this year. Oh, absolutely! I think as long as he's on the field, he is the de facto number one. Yeah. And I think it's really hard to argue with getting a de facto number one, even if it's a de facto number one on a poor offense right. with a right. a quarterback like Jared Goff. It's not like we haven't seen. Cooper Cup become valuable. It's not like we haven't seen Robert Woods be valuable with mm-hmm. Jared Goff under center. They're gonna need to throw a lot. I don't think they did enough to improve their defense to uh, say that you know they're just gonna grind it out. No, I, I don't think they're gonna be able to do that. Uh, I I would agree. And again, the quarterback situation is not great. But if he has let's say what four startable games all year kate and he doesn't really cost you anything it's it's worth going out and trying to uh, to acquire him i love it i love it i love it all right give me your first pick (laughs) i want you to save there's one name on your list that that we need to save for last yep because it's a doozy but let's work our way up to uh in ridiculousness here yeah, so I think if you are in the, the market for a solid RB2, there's actually quite a few guys out there that I think you can get fairly cheaply. Uh, the one guy that I think is incredibly cheap right now that I would be targeting is Miles Gaskin because Miami didn't do anything in the draft to take away touches from Gaskin. And he played pretty well last year, Kate. In the eight starts that he had, he had a combined 824 yards and five touchdowns. He was pretty good. I mean, you'll take 100 yards in, you know, half a touchdown a game. Uh, he did get some work in the passing game as well. The best part about Miles Gaskin is it's so incredibly cheap to get him right now. I'm on Dynasty League Football and their trade finder, and you're routinely seeing trades of him going for like a second round rookie pick or a third round rookie pick and a next year two. I mean, there's just there's so many cheap trades out there for him, and I think there's a legitimate chance that he is a you know. 1,200-yard player this year on an offense that's improving. Heck, he was almost 1,000 yards last year in 10 games. He only started seven. So he's fairly young, he's cheap, and I think he can fill that RB2 role at a pretty good level. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we are going to get into some more grossness. Are you ready to try the best-tasting protein bar ever? Look no further than Built Bar. Built Bars are soft, easy to chew, covered in 100% chocolate, and they are great for the health-conscious guy or gal. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat with a low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber option with Built Bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors, and six delicious new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, my favorite, 
cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. They've got a flavor for whatever you might be craving. Right now, Built Bar is offering our listeners 20% off of your next order using promo code Locked On. Go check out BuiltBar.com, promo code Locked On, for 20% off your next order. Start off this new year right, and let's go ahead and get fit together. And what better way to do so than indulging in a delicious and healthy treat? BuiltBar.com, promo code Locked On. Welcome back into the show, everybody. We are talking about some assets that you need to buy now for your teams that are in contention. We talked about uh, Brashad Perryman. Mm -hmm. That was pretty gross. Um, Like, I want to get into a a running back situation that I think is is voluptuous and delicious, (laughs) but it's not going to feel good for you to draft this guy. I'm talking about James Conner. Look at the role that he has filled. He's going to go ahead and slide right in there with Chase Edmonds. Do I think Chase Edmonds is going to get the the lion's share of the targets in this running back core? Absolutely. But James Conner, he is just filling one of the best roles that you could possibly fill in this offense, regardless of, of Kyler Murray's, you know, tendency to run and, mm-hmm. and his athletic abilities. Kenyon Drake ranked seventh in the league in rushing attempts last season, fourth in red zone rushing attempts, third in carries inside the five. And as a Steelers fan, I will say it, you know, it's infuriating to watch James Conner limp off the field every six minutes, Mm -hmm. but he has a nose for the end zone. And I have no doubt I could easily picture James Conner finishing the season with 12 touchdowns. I would take the other side of this. If I'm looking to grab a running back, I would rather go get Chase Edmonds because I think he's hashtag good at football. And I'm not sure James Conner is anymore after all the injuries that he's had. And you mentioned at the very top of this, Kate, right? Who's going to get the the volume in the passing game? It's going to be Chase Edmonds. Who knows this system better? It's Chase Edmonds. Who is the more explosive player? It's Edmonds. I mean, just a year ago, he averaged 5.1 yards a carry. Uh, last year, averaged you know 7.6 yards a reception, 8.8 the year before that. I don't necessarily think he's going to get a huge workload, uh, but we have seen his workload go up just about every year. So I think Edmonds is the guy that I'm targeting. Again, go to Dynasty League Football. Look at some of the trades that have been going down for Edmonds, and he is so cheap right now. You can get him for a late second, early third-round picks. Uh, in most cases, you can get him for a wide receiver three, like a Tyler Boyd. I think Edmonds is the better play here. I just think he's a better fit in, in Cliff Kingsbury's offense. Now, it, what if it comes down to cost, right? So James Conner, uh, he's being drafted as the RB40. Yeah. RB40. Yeah. We are looking at Chase Edmonds right now as the RB28. Does mm-hmm. that change at all? Because I can get... I can get James Conner for for less draft capital. I can, uh, you know, just in terms of anything that I can do, uh, whether it's a startup draft, whether it's a vet, uh, and you're you're maybe trading a future rookie pick. Sure. I think James sure. Conner is the less expensive player. And who do you project will have more touches to end the season? Do you say it is actually Chase Edmonds? I I think so, right? I just think he's a better fit in that offense. I. 
when I think about this backfield, my my belief is that the the Cardinals brought in Connor to do a lot of the in between the tackles, a lot of short yardage, goal line stuff, and maybe that does lead to some touchdowns. But I do think the goal is to have Edmonds be the lead back here. They just want to take some of that workload off of him, but. You're right. The cost is definitely cheaper to get Connor, but I think there's a reason why Edmonds is going a little bit higher, and it's because I think the ceiling is just that much greater. Looking at Dynasty League Football's Trade Finder tool, James Connor traded for a 306. Right? Nothing, How do you feel about nothing, that? Nothing. Take I mean, it. that's at that point, it's fine. You're just you're taking a shot on a cloudy backfield, but again. If I'm going to make a trade for somebody in this backfield, I'd rather do it with Edmonds and pay just a tiny bit more. James Conner in exchange for Philip Lindsay and Greg Ward. That's wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Last trade, James Conner for a 501 and a 506. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You are getting James Conner so cheap. But again, I just think... Edmonds has is going to be the best play here. So if I'm going to give up assets, I'd rather give up a little bit more to get the guy that I just feel like is more talented. Okay, okay. I'll, well, that's we'll fine. have to revisit this one at, at some point in the season because I think this is a really good, uh, a really good discussion because I think there's a lot of people out there that are struggling with this backfield because Kate, we know that the running back for the Cardinals is going to put up fantasy points. It's just deciding who it's probably going to be is a little bit tricky. Absolutely. Give me another guy. All right, let's uh, let's talk about a a former Raider and a current Raider because I think this one's really interesting. Um, I want to talk about Nelson Aguilar because right now Nelson Aguilar could, couldn't be cheaper. Right he, he, in startup leagues, he's going at one sixty one. He's being drafted. Oh, I don't know, wide receiver fifty. I can pull it up as I'm talking. This is this is bad podcasting. But uh, Nelson Aguilar right now is uh, somebody who is the clear-cut number one receiver on that New England team, and I think it's going to be a little consistent, inconsistent from week to week, but he has shown that he has some home run potential, and currently you can get him for basically nothing. I mean, I'm seeing him go for Josh Reynolds in a fourth-round rookie pick, or uh, you can get him, I mean, you can get him so cheap. Uh, Again, 210 in a rookie draft, a 405 in a rookie draft, so basically nothing. Okay, he is going as wide receiver 82 right now on Dynasty League football. And I think there's going to be a lot of weeks where he's startable because he has the big play potential, because he's going to get the target volume in that offense. I just think he he's a really interesting player that, again, you can get so cheap, cheaply and might end up being a wide receiver three for you. I, I think it's interesting. Now, you said a former Raider and, and a current Raider. I want to talk about the current Raider. I want to talk about John Brown. Got his one-year deal with the Raiders. The Raiders didn't draft a single wide receiver in 2021 draft. The current depth chart, so I, I think we're going to have to see how this shakes out. I know you have some thoughts on how they're going to divvy up the snaps at wide receiver, but... Nelson Aguilar departed. He had 82 targets, a 15% target share. And let's look at John Brown. He had 70 or more receiving yards in five of his nine games last season. Mm -hmm. Derek Carr, he's uh, not like the sexiest quarterback, but he played really well as a deep passer last year uh, on throws of 20 plus yards, second and PFF passing grade. 
second and adjusted completion percentage. He had the fourth most deep passing yards in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's he's been very productive, and I I keep going back to this stat. I've I think I've brought this stat up on every single podcast that I've been on this week because it just blows my mind. John Brown is one season removed from a wide receiver twenty finish yeah. in half PPR formats in twenty nineteen. All right, John Brown, wide receiver twenty. Stephon Diggs, wide receiver twenty one. <laughs> I just like I I can't I can't get over it. John Brown actually uh, beat him in fantasy points per game that season. I just think we're completely overlooking uh, you know the the availability that. Nelson Aguilar's departure is is leaving in terms of just productivity, potentially. Yeah, so John Brown currently going as wide receiver 93. So there's not a huge difference between Aguilar and John Brown right now. The difference for me, Kate, is I have a pretty good idea how the New England wide receiver core is going to kind of shake out, right? It, it seems like Aguilar is going to be the number one. At the worst case, he is the number two with Kendrick Bourne. With the Raiders, it's tough because their number one receiver is Darren Waller, right? And everything kind of revolves around him. And it sounds like from everything I'm hearing, the Raiders would love to go to a two tight end set more this year. Uh, They have a fullback they really like in Alex Ingold. So they're going to be a lot of power sets. And when there are two receivers on the field, you can guarantee that Henry Ruggs is going to be the other one. And then the coaching staff is really high on Brian Edwards, who, again, started the year last year got hurt, missed some time, and that's kind of what allowed Nelson Aguilar to get more snaps. Um, I think the Raiders would like to have Ruggs and Edwards continue to develop. Whenever they go three receivers, Hunter Redenfro is going to come into the slot. I think they brought John Brown to be in to be this really nice pairing with Henry Ruggs to, to give them some speed if Ruggs were to, to go down. But I just don't see a way that he cracks the top three in the wide receiver core, despite how good he is. And that's what makes me nervous about the targets. I think there could be a lot of weeks where he only gets one or two targets. I uh, have a dynasty best ball draft, and this is uh, not a a draft. I have an established league. So I'm going to make the move today to go attempt to trade for John Brown because maybe that's that's the play. Uh, And, and, you know, just getting him in a best ball league where I don't have to worry about setting my lineup. Let's take another quick break, and then we're going to cap this discussion off with one of the craziest drops in values for any veteran that I've ever heard in my life. We'll be right back. Wanted to tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, MLB, and NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit all you have to do is use the promo code locked on bet online your online sportsbook experts welcome back into the show everybody we are talking people to buy now in those leagues where you are finally sniffing contention for that fantasy football championship marcus this is a guy that you brought up to me before the show and we were talking it out and my jaw was literally off the floor i finally just picked it back up give us the name 
if you need a wide receiver one to go compete right now, or if you even need just a, a, a really high-end wide receiver two to, let's say, pair with, a, oh, I don't know, Tyreek Hill, like I have in a league, and you just want to absolutely crush it this year, Julio Jones is incredibly cheap right now. Again, I'm on Dynasty League Football, and I'm, I'm literally looking at drafts or trades right now where he goes for a second-round pick in Donovan Peoples-Jones. There's a trade right now where he goes for Melvin Gordon. There's another trade where he's getting traded for A.J. Green straight up. Wow. A.J. Green. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are some terrible, a, a 2022 first-round pick, a Michael Pittman straight up. There's some awful, awful Julio Jones trades out there right now. And I don't understand it, Kate, because last year I know he missed seven games. But when he played and when he was on the field, he was regular Julio Jones. There was seven games last year where he played at least 36% of the snaps. Okay, so basically games where he didn't leave in the first quarter. In those seven games, he had 700 yards and three touchdowns. Basically the Julio that we all remember, right? The Julio from 2016. So 2017, 2018. I still think he's that player. I think he, he's only 32 years old. I don't really see how the, the Atlanta Falcons trade him. And you know if he's, on, if he's on that team, he's going to get fed for Matt Ryan. And I think you're getting a wide receiver one at just a fraction of the price that you would have to usually pay. I think Julio Jones is one of the best buy now players you can make if you're making a run because if he's your wide receiver two, and heck, Kate, at these prices, he can be your wide receiver three and it costs you basically nothing. Go out and get Julio Jones right now. Yeah, and I mean, you mentioned that there was a trade Julio Jones for a 2022 first. I don't even think you need that. Like, I think that was... Like whoever, yeah. yeah, and I think maybe for for that win now value, I I mean I think he's a a player that can put you into contention. I think he is going to finish, uh, if not as a low end wide receiver one, at the worst, a high upside wide receiver two with at least one two hundred yard game. Right? Oh, That's yeah. Can I give you a couple more, Kate? Couple more, Kate. Just because I'm looking at it. it's so ridiculous. Julio Jones for 205 right now in a rookie draft. Who are you getting at 205 that's going to help you in the next two years, really? I mean, is there anybody Nobody. there? Nobody. Yeah, I mean, nothing. Um, Not with uh, this draft class. No. Julio Jones for Devontae Parker straight up in a league. Again, if you don't own Julio Jones, go to your go to the Julio Jones owner right now and offer a trade because what I'm seeing, again, on Dynasty League football is absolutely insane. Julio Jones for LaVisca Chanel. This is a guy that's going to be one of the best receivers of all time. He's still, again, 32 years old in a great offense. He was he was injured last season. He, he was dominant when he played. That's all I He wasn't say. just dominant. not good. He was... Yeah absolutely dominant but we're dinging him for injuries and obviously Julio's been this guy that's he's been injured his whole career but he always always shows up always always I love this I love this I love this I'm gonna go make offers for I think all of these guys in all of my leagues today and you know what like you said they maybe there's some question marks about whether or not he will be with the Falcons this season but the stat that I want to, I guess it's not a stat, the figure I want to leave you with, Julio Jones, if the team moves on from him in this season, carries $40.5 million in dead cap. That is a lot yeah. of money. Yep. That is like, that is so much money. <laughs> it Which would means- make no sense. I mean, they would have no. to be 
compensated very, very heavily. And I don't think anybody's going to compensate you very heavily in order to, uh, you know, to, to make up for that dead cap. I just, I don't see anybody giving up that kind of uh, draft capital in exchange for a 32-year-old wide receiver to make that worth it. He's staying with the Falcons. I would, I would love to place a, a little bet on that, maybe at Bet Online AG. Everybody, that is our show for today. I hope this information was valuable. Go make some trades this weekend. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss a show and leave those five star reviews. Help others find the hard work that we're doing here. Once again, I'm your host, Kate Bajuk. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast and follow my co host, Marcus, on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Give the show a follow at Locked On Dynasty. And we will be back Monday where we are going to talk about some some players to move on from if you are not in contention and you're looking for a rebuild. Happy trading.